0: Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Joined with me, as always, are my co-host, Joseph. Yellow. Yeah, and J. Hugh. <laughs> Here to discuss Disney Plus' latest release, Rescue Rangers. This movie is made by, I can't say that guy's name, one-third of Lonely Island. Sure. Um, starring John Mulaney and Andy Sandberg and some other people. Will I Arnett, know about Seth, Rogan?
1: Yeah. Seth Rogen in several parts.
0: Yeah. The film follows Chip and Dale after they've been broken up for many years after the success of Rescue Rangers now living their lives uh, in sorrow and missing the um, celebrity they once had. And a very Who Framed Roger Rabbit style world where cartoons are real. This follows... The two as they reunite in search for their friend. Oh, my gosh. What is his name? Monterey Jack. Monterey Jack. Thanks, Jay Hugh. No problem. Joseph, you have anything to add? You normally have weird factoids at this moment. It's
1: not a factoid, but I just didn't know this was an exclusively Disney Plus release until I watched it. I wonder why <laughs>
0: I've it got could got have been in theaters.
1: I don't. Yeah. It's, it seems like a perfectly fine movie to go to theaters. Uh, like there's always seems to be uh, demand for more kids movies. Why didn't this fucking make it into
0: theaters? I think I, Disney. I mean, I think I just think they fear Disney plus needing content, which was stupid because it came out the same weekend as like Kenobi and shit. Right. Like, I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. This does seem like it would have, you know, put some asses in some seat and sold some popcorn. Like, it's a kid's movie, but it's right on that line where, you know, it's really more of an adult's movie. So mm-hmm.
0: uh, do, do we think uh, it seems like a lot of people watched it? I don't know the streaming numbers for it or anything, but do you think it would have been as popular in theaters as it was at home?
1: Man, I think on, you know, a holiday weekend, I think, yeah, it could have done well.
0: Yeah, it doesn't seem like it was made for. I mean, there's a lot of like CG, so I don't know, but it doesn't seem like it was made. I wouldn't say north of a one hundred million dollars. Sure. So I feel like it easily could have probably turned a profit.
1: Right. I think so. Yeah.
0: What did you guys think of old Rescue Rangers?
1: I mean, look, I just thought it was fun. Uh, to Hertz point, it's a movie that has nothing that is offensive to children, but it is in no way interested in its child market. It is a hundred percent targeted at me and you and hurt and that's, that's people true. like us in a way that's very appealing. Like it's, you know, I, I know you mentioned who framed Roger rabbit. I don't think it's, it's quite the same. It definitely doesn't contain the amount of nightmare fuel that I think that uh, Roger rabbit had, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, it's it was an impressive kind of like, you know, we talk about the idea of like a family friendly film, not necessarily being four kids. Like this is still like plenty enjoyable. Like if I wasn't paying attention, if I didn't know it was like a GPG movie, I wouldn't have like paid attention to it. Cause it was just fun. It was just a fun, good time. Yeah, I agree. It was a fun, funny movie. Uh, you know, uh, this definitely could have easily been crap, but uh, you know, Mulaney and Sandberg really, you know, lift the material. And in, I, in, I in say- some ways I gotta say, like, I mean, there's a lot of just little bits in here that we'll talk about. I don't think it's just Melanie and Sam. I feel like just the general humor of this, this movie is very on point. Well, I you said there's nothing really offensive to kids, and I would agree on that. But I would say <clears throat> it's a light, fun way to uh, introduce your children to the horrors of human trafficking. Well, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I really like this movie. I thought it was uh, like you guys talk about. It's a lot of fun and and very rarely anymore, I think, do we just make movies to be fun? Probably because, you know, partly for podcast culture like this, like us in general, I think sometimes the audience can be too critical and we forget that sometimes entertainment and having a good time is the reason enough to do something. This right. is just It's just a good time. Uh, I anticipate this is a movie I will be able to watch repeatedly uh, in the future uh, and, and pick up nods and things that I missed the first time. I also think it's a fun way to kind of reinvent these characters. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have like much bad to say. It it the it paces well. And J.K. Simmons playing a Gumby cop is my favorite casting of the year.
1: No shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if, if there even is such a thing as spoilers for this movie, but do we want to just go into spoilers?
0: Sounds good.
1: I feel like, yeah, because there is nothing in this movie that's not completely predictable. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad way. Thing, no, absolutely not. Plot is not the point of this. Jokes are the point of this. That should crack me up that J.K. Simmons is functionally the exact same role that he plays in Zootopia in this movie, (laughs) except this time it actually is him.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) Um, What what, you know, again, we're in spoilers. One of my favorite things about this movie is that there's no spoiler in it whatsoever. The trailers tell you who the bad guy is. The movie tells you who the bad guy is very early on. They tell you the motivation and then they just never stray away from that. And and like, again, this is made for children. That's probably the right way to go for this kind of thing. Right, right, right. The mystery
1: is so not mysterious. And again, that's what you do for children. Like children don't need their minds blown.
0: Yeah, it's kind of weird when you think about this movie being made by the same guy that that made the same guys that made like Popstar and stuff. But like, it's almost like they understood the formula of a kid's movie better than a lot of kids movies that people make today. Totally. Um, And I I, I don't know, I, I just... I really respect that. I liked it. I don't know if respect is the right word, but I appreciated it. It's probably better.
1: It never fucking attempted to make me cry like those fucking <laughs> cool ass Pixar movies. Yeah, and I mean, to uh, kind of talking to to I guess an earlier point, like you know, we say it's got a uh, it's it's kind of for adults. It's got a bunch of uh, I don't know if jokes that would go. over. I, I don't feel like any of the jokes are ever like trying to pretend like they're above the material or they're like winking and nodding. Like, Oh, this is the real jokes. And the rest of it is right. dumb shit. Like the whole thing is funny just to everybody. <laughs> like that's just how right. it is. Right. Like, you know, I mean, uh, probably, you know, I thought this was going to be more of a cameo fest than it was, but it yeah. really tried to stick to stuff that was pertinent to the story. And the most ex- biggest example of that is ugly Sonic, which God. is a, which is a good joke. And it's, important to the story.
0: <laughs> it's a great joke, yeah. and uh, they play it so well. And even when you think about it in the context of it's surprising how many layers to that joke there is. If you think right. about like Chip and Dale and there being an updated version of one uh, and, or making uh, cartoons less pleasing to the eye, almost like a reverse like Sonic thing like there's like it was such the perfect character to do everything they do in this story. I just want to know how they pulled it off. Like, <laughs> like legitimately I, I I, hope Ron DeSantis watches this movie and understands how good Disney's lawyers are. because <laughs> right. The fact that they pulled that off means whatever legislation you're trying to write doesn't stand a fucking <laughs> chance.
1: Right. Right. That's a really good point. I didn't think of that.
0: I mean, and it's true for a couple like the Seth Rogen bit when like Mm. every animated character he's ever played shows up. How did they do that? How did they accomplish that? Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: think Seth Rogen just smokes weed with the right people.
0: (laughs) Probably very true.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Every time, every time they would focus in on ugly Sonic's teeth, that shit would floor me. It would just kill me. I was I was sold on this. So, I mean, at this point, I don't know how much stuff we're actually going to talk about this movie, because there's not like a lot of meat to it. I don't think. Right. Uh, It could just be us saying, you know, my favorite bit was. uh, But the the bit that hooked me from from pretty early on was uh, like the flashback to when Chip and Dale were in school together. Mm-hmm. And they go into the lunchroom and there's just one tiny fucking table that they sit it's at. Great, that it's- shit <laughs> killed me. I loved it so much. Oh
0: yeah. I mean, I oh. don't want to do that, which you easily could fall into in this in this movie. But yeah, like I said before, anything with J.K. Simmons and they just play on the Gumby shit. It cracked me up. I I, I don't even. That's not even Gumby is not a character that. I have any affection for, but the fact that it exists is still bizarre to me. And I love, love that this movie made fun of it.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that, that that was pretty great. And JK Simmons is always the best JK Simmons, you know, like he's never not good. Yeah. One thing I was going to ask you guys, maybe you guys know, and I don't. So when they go to the, um, to the, the seedy cartoon town, I recognize that in the wig shop, it was Robert Crumb's uh, Mr. Natural, the sort of adult comic character. So that made me think maybe the other characters we saw were, you know, more seedy adult cartoon characters. Did you guys
0: pick any of them out? I honestly don't remember.
1: I don't remember either. Uh, I mean, look, the uh, cameos out there, I guess, Easter egg per minute. There's a lot in this movie. Like, I think you could frame by frame and be like, oh, yeah, that's hair from Jimmy Neutron. I saw that at some point. Right. Uh, you know, there's just like little, little things that they don't spend any fucking time on and they never come back to that. I, I couldn't, I don't even remember that part of the movie, so I couldn't tell you, but I think there is a lot of that in there.
0: I was surprised. Uh, I mean, there's obviously a lot of Disney IP in this and um, it's a perfect opportunity for them to make fun of themselves. But I was a bit surprised there wasn't more of it. Like totally. the Muppet bit, like I fully anticipated to see more Muppets or more right. Muppet murder. And um, the fact that there was, it was just it was just a little surprising to me. But uh, again, maybe those Disney lawyers were like, would draw the line at, at self <laughs> Isn't well, it,
1: I mean, on a, on a side note, isn't it sad that the Happy Time Murders movie exists now? <laughs> right. yeah. so, do yeah. you remember what a great like period of 20 years it was where it was just like part of Hollywood lore and like oh man wouldn't it be cool if and right. then it turns out it wasn't very cool it when wasn't it, yeah. cool
0: at all yeah. yeah,
1: no it was a real bummer yeah. <laughs> I, you know and I mean also like they could have went nuts making fun, fun of 90s Marvel cartoons but they really just did one joke on a cartoon that really no one remembers no one remembers that shitty Avengers cartoon
0: I don't have much else to say about this show, this movie, y'all.
1: I mean, look, I wrote down two jokes that were so fucking good that I had to write them down. Okay. <laughs> uh, one that, like, if you if you told me that this joke came first and the the rest of the movie, all of the cast and everything followed, I would believe you. Which is when they go see what is his name? Is it Sweet Pete? Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he says, you know, I, I assume you guys are here to see uh, to about uh, Monterey Jack, and they're like, well, yeah, we are. He's shame what happened to him. Too much cheddar, not enough bread. Fucking outstanding. (laughs) I love that shit so much. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty good. (laughs) uh, And then the other one that I wrote down was, when they're talking about uh, the the police uh, officer, the bad call she made to raid the Nickelodeon studios. (laughs) And then there's a a line of, uh, Paw Patrol attacked Sergeant Henders. He'll never walk again. <laughs> 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 oh God, those killers are so good. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, this movie's just—it's again, it's just a lot of fun, and yeah. I think it's got a lot of replay value. Both just being entertaining, but like you said, Joseph, I mean, the Easter eggs come at you a mile a minute. You yeah, can watch I, it two I or think three there's times.
1: Definitely in. rewatchability here. Yeah, just yeah to I'm, get I'm already new. planning on watching it
0: again. Yeah. Anything else, y'all?
1: I don't think so i don't think so you know better than transformers way better, better than transformers not complicated um good vehicles for john mulaney john mulaney's found had a hard time finding a good vehicle for himself outside of you know fucking being john mulaney but this is the only other one besides you know uh spider-verse so so do you that's, think that's a side note that is not related to this uh so I know you saw John Mulaney in person mm-hmm. uh, hurt, but I assume yeah. it was at a reasonable distance. Have you seen pictures of John Mulaney lately? I have not. I see. I think you should look them up, and I want to know what your opinion is. Was did John Mulaney look better on cocaine? Because I think that he did. And I'm wondering <laughs> if maybe he should go back. He probably. <laughs> you know, cocaine keeps you alert. <laughs> keeps, you, keeps you tight. Yeah.
0: Do we think they make more of these?
1: I hope so. I hope so, too. I don't see why you couldn't. You know, I'm really surprised we didn't see Launchpad McQuack in this, or at least I didn't see. Because he seems like he would be the the sort of Nick Fury of the Disney
0: afternoon-verse. Oh, man. I would definitely sign up for that. Like, if you make... (laughs) Like you spin off that Darkwing Duck moment at the end, and we just get a whole bunch of these kind of movies building to, yeah, Disney Afternoon Avengers verse. I am absolutely on board.
1: I am too. I fucking loved that shit. I was way too old for it when it hit, and I still loved it.
0: How many characters would Jim Cummings voice in that movie?
1: (laughs) Hopefully, all of them. (laughs) I think a whole lot, definitely. Oh, speaking of voices. So uh, I guess uh, Fat Cat or whatever, the, the bad guy in Rescue Rangers was played by Jim Cummings in the original cartoon. Did you guys see who the voice was in this movie? No. no. Eric Bana. Oh, wow. shit. <laughs> Why?
0: It <laughs> is weird because it definitely... I mean, I... Maybe it wasn't Jim Cummings who was Darkwing Duck at the end but Oh God. no it definitely was. He was he okay. played other roles. So if he was there why not get him do it I, again?
1: I mean that's that's one side of the conversation but like of all the people like fucking Eric Bana does like a movie that you've seen every like 4 years why is this the time that he came out of the woodwork for this one voice role? It's yeah. fucking he- weird. People bag on Patrick Wilson for being the least famous, famous person. But really, Eric Bana is really good at not being famous. He is. But I like him better. Patrick Wilson's got a very punchable face.
0: (laughs) That's true. I would not be able to point him out in a crowded place. You know, like I know what he looks like. But if there was he he and I were in the same room, I would not be like, oh, shit, that's Eric Bana. (laughs) He really has nailed it down.
1: I've seen seen Troy too many times for that to be the case for me.
0: Yeah, you love Troy.
1: I do love Troy.
0: (laughs) On that note.
1: Yep. Rescue Rangers. Better than Transformers. Agreed. Well, what have we been watching the past week-ish, fellas?
0: Um, I mean, I haven't watched much, y'all. I mean, I have watched like I know what you're doing. Talk
1: about what you want to talk about.
0: I fucking went to Disneyland. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so in the last 13 months, I've been to all six North American. Disney parks and as any good white dude with a beard with a podcast would do, I'm going to rank them. All
1: right.
0: Number six, Disney's California Adventure. Listen, six and five are hand in hand. Animal Kingdom is right there. They're 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 fine. They have things that are enjoyable. Animal Kingdom slightly beats it out because it has Pandora and Flight of Passage is like the second coolest amusement park ride of all time. California Ventures is the first time I've been. They have some fun rides, but it's just not the best like Disney experience. The theming isn't great. It's definitely the one that has had the most financial trouble. And I see why. Um, number four, Disneyland. Disneyland has all the same things that Magic Kingdom does. And it's older and the purists would tell you it's better. I will tell you they're wrong. <laughs> um, it's very small. It's very cramped. As busy and, and crazy as Magic Kingdom gets, it's like that, but worse because everything is right next to each other. Um, it's also the park that they've kind of they, they added Galaxy's Edge to in here in on the West Coast. And it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And the transitions between Galaxy's Edge and Hollywood Studios And uh, uh, is much better. Uh, The whole purpose of Galaxy's Edge is it's supposed to feel like you're transported to Star Wars. And uh, in here, it just feels like, hey, it's shit's right next to Adventureland. (laughs) Numero trace Epcot Epcot's great. It's just it's for adults and I have children and it's really hard for me to entertain them. Um, Yeah, that's probably all I would say there. Number two, Magic Kingdom. It's just the best version of what Disney can be. It's all the things you want. It's. Space Mountain and Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and the fucking castles. And it's a small world because it's hot outside. And you don't mind listening to the singing for 10 minutes to get a break from the 108 degree heat. Uh, Number one is Hollywood Studios. That shit fucking kicks. Every ride (laughs) to Hollywood Studios rocks. Galaxy's Edge is its best version there. Um, You can do all the rides in a day, which is not true for Magic Kingdom or Disneyland. Yeah, that's all better than transformers i had a blast every day it was a ton of fun and as a person who went twice during the pandemic having parades and character interactions back is a whole different animal it's it's way better to be just like fucking walking down again i have children so walking down the street and like Belle walks by and my daughter like gets to walk with her and talk with her and take a picture with her like that's a really special moment that's why you go to disney and uh yeah it's a good time better than transformers people should go to disney world Cool.
1: Well, I, I will say also uh, the the white guy uh, with a beard with a podcast answer for number one is correct being the one with Star Wars. in. It.
0: <laughs> That's true. Uh,
1: you know, I was on vacation this week, so you would think I have a ton of fucking shit to talk about, but I didn't. All I'm going to talk about is mice. Uh, we have mice. Now, you may wonder how someone with four fucking cats has a mouse problem. Well, how that happens is is we've never had mice before, and the fucking uh, neighbors did, and they got exterminators, and we were fucking invaded with an onslaught of mice, and it fucking sucks. Initially, I was like, hey, man, let's try to capture these guys and release them, and now all I want to do is murder mice. So, yeah, that has been not very fun. It's been a lot of... uh, Moving furniture, vacuuming, shit like that. Uh, so, I don't really have any content to talk about. I'm just going to say, if you uh, don't have mice, keep it that way. Although, I, st- I will say, I still won't do glue traps. Glue traps are awful, but I'm, I'm ready to do just about any other form of mice murder. I- I've told you guys before, we have segregation with their cats. Well, we have changed the parameters, so the most murdery cats was near the mice area. But so far, it has not worked out, so... So it's going to, and they like, the mice like chew through water lines and shit. These guys are real go getters. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a lot of stuff to go on either. Uh, you know, uh, watch the first episode of Kenobi. Still haven't watched the second episode of Kenobi. If that gives you an indication of how Kenobi's going for me. Uh, well, are we going to do Kenobi next week? Well, are we going to do Kenobi or are we going to do Top Gun?
0: We were going to do Top Gun this week, but then I fucked up the scheduling. Uh Uh-huh. So I don't care what we do. I will be current on both. I will make time for Top Gun.
1: Uh, I'll make, I haven't seen Top Gun yet, but I'll make time if we do. But also, I mean, we will be on the third episode of Kenoni, Kenobi, so we can split those up. Uh, I'm having a very different experience with Kenobi than Joseph. Obviously I love <laughs> you in the space hobo. So, uh, so, uh, you know, whatever you guys want to do.
0: I also love you in the space hobo. I'm with you, <laughs> I think it's great. It's much, it's a, Oh, fuck up! It. It's well, better well, than Book of Boba Fett. I will uh, say that. I will end on that note.
1: Yeah, I don't have anything to for I don't care. Shit. There's nothing that exciting going on.
0: <laughs> you don't uh, even have an
1: anime to talk about? Come I on. mean, look, I could come up with an anime to talk about. I'm watching anime. <laughs> I I started an anime called Terror in Resonance that's about some teenage terrorists. That and sounds it's not terrible. Very, it's not very fun so far, but the soundtrack has Sigur Rós in it, which is just weird.
0: That is interesting.
1: That's is the it, only thing that's worth noting. It's... Like weird, but it also isn't, you know? Yeah. Like it's, it's weird. It's, it's as weird as you can be with being exactly on point. Yeah.
0: Are either of you watching Stranger Things? Joseph, you haven't watched like the last two seasons. So. That's correct.
1: Yeah. I I haven't started it yet. I'm going to, but I'm having the same problem with this. I have Ghostbusters, Afterlife. All these kids just look like they masturbate too much.
0: Yeah, so. <laughs> It's a huge problem. They're way too old to be playing for it. It's the Dear Evan Hansen syndrome. Um, Also, God, it's so long. Every episode is the Irishman of TV. I don't (laughs) need TV to be an hour and a half long. If you can't tell the story in 45 minutes, don't tell it.
1: Well, also in the images they've shown somehow now Steve is the baby. They all look older Mm. than Steve.
0: Certainly he is the most attractive, and I'm including the women in that. (laughs) Right.
1: Uh, so next week uh... something it'll either be Top Gun or Obi-Wan alright, Top Gun or out. Obi-Wan uh, uh, tune in, it'll be a surprise but you'll see what it is when you get in your podcast app really? <laughs> uh, but thanks everybody for listening uh, please rate, subscribe, tell your friends about the podcast all the usual stuff if you want to get in touch with us, tell us your feelings on Rescue Rangers uh, past or present, you can reach us at gmail.com, just send us your favorite bit That'd make me happy. Uh, Realphoniesgmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Realphonies on Instagram. Real underscore phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for art and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys later.
0: Later.